Tom, we need more HP toner. I'll get right on it, Maria. Now, I could go to the big box office supply company where I'm just a number, but I love dealing with Ferritech, the company that supplies our HP toner, printers, and service. They know how to treat their customers. They're an authorized HP vendor. They locally manufacture their own toner cartridges, and it's recycled. Tom! Uh-oh, what now? Ferritech, a customer-obsessed HP retailer. Visit ferritech.com. Broadcasting live from the Roswell Infinity Studio, it's time for North Atlanta's BizLink, the greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce linking you to business leaders. North Atlanta's BizLink is brought to you by Veritech. Veritech, great people, remarkable service. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to North Atlanta's BizLink here on Business Radio X. This is the greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce radio program. I am Mike Salmon alongside Deborah Lanham with the Greater North Fulton Chamber. Good morning, Deborah. Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Beautiful day. And I got some, we got two great guests that I'm excited to talk to in just a few minutes. But before we go and talk to them, tell us what's going on at the chamber. I know you are busy as a bee. I am. Uh, before I do that, though, what a great morning. We have definitely made a shift. The, the temperatures out there have dropped. Uh, I'm looking forward to this weekend. I hope we don't get rain, but it's beautiful out there. So I hope everyone's going to get out there and enjoy the day. Best time of the year. The weather's cooled off a little bit. The the leaves are starting to change colors. This is, for a lot of folks, including me, favorite time of the year. And I think late in coming, we usually experience this about three weeks uh, before now. But anyhow, great to be with you. Thank you for hosting us, Mike. You do such a great job and we love being here with you all. Yeah, a couple things that I want to highlight. We have upcoming on Tuesday, October 25, our Eggs and Enterprise Breakfast featuring Doug Guthrie. He's the senior VP of the Big South region for Comcast. Uh, Some great stuff coming in terms of their uh, technology, and he's going to update us. And uh, we're just privileged to have him with us. So that's October 25th at the Atlanta Athletic Club uh, this coming Tuesday. Uh, And then a little bit further, it's hard to believe we're almost entering November. I can't believe it. But November 2nd, we have our Executive Lunch Connection, and it'll be the last one of the year. And uh, we'll be at the Metropolitan Club, but I'm really excited to have with us Milton Little. And he is the president of the Atlanta United Way, and he's such an inspiring individual. But also what he's going to talk to us about, the presentation is called How Are the Children? He's going to update us on the work of the United Way in North Fulton. So lots going on, but I want to make sure um, our members and the business community are aware of some important events. And if folks miss either of those events, these are monthly events that the Chamber puts on, so they can go to the Chamber website to find out when the next one is. They can, gnfcc.com and backslash backslash (laughs) events, and it'll take you right to the event calendar. All right. It's a great-looking website, of course, uh, still fairly recently uh, renovated and so forth. And also there on the homepage, you've got some of our former North Atlanta's BizLink shows right there, so you can enjoy them anytime you'd like. Well, let's get to our guest, if that's okay. Two wonderful folks here in the uh, studio from CSI Laboratories. We're joined by the Vice President of Finance, Fern Johnson. And from Pineapple Gifts, we have the owner, Sherry Windler. And uh, did I say that right, Sherry? 
did. All right. I'm two for two. Off to a great start. It <laughs> is, a, job, it is a good morning. It is. All right. But uh, let's start with uh, Fern Johnson. Uh, good morning, Fern. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. So before we get into a lot of details and things about uh, the uh, mentoring program for women in business and so forth and so on, give us a broad overview of what CSI Laboratories does. CSI Laboratories is actually one of the largest private anatomic pathology laboratories in the country. And we specialize in cancer testing. Um, the owner, Ron Gafari, who's an amazing man, started the company in 1997 in the basement of his home. And it's grown to be one of the largest laboratories. We have about 180 employees. We're off of Westside Parkway. And we have amazing, we're a family, really. Uh, Ron doesn't look at the company as a company. He looks at all of us as a family. That's great. You know, right here in Alpharetta, something like this going on, Fern. Talk yeah. about uh, specifically your role with uh, CSI Laboratories. Oh, my God. I wear so many hats at CSI Laboratories, which is very, actually, it's, it's awesome because I'm the type of person I get bored very easily if I do something repeatedly. And so at CSI, I have an opportunity to oversee the accounting and the billing department. And I also am in charge of all the financial activities that go on at CSI. And so my job is to really make sure that folks get paid. And, you know, we all want to get paid um, in addition to making sure that uh, bills are being paid and and that billing right now we're having a lot of issues with health care. And so I'm very involved with lobby efforts such as the ACLA out of D.C. Deb, you know, I know that you guys mm -hmm. helped us out, I bet, I guess about a year ago. Yeah, this Affordable Care Act yeah. and all the changes. Yeah. It's so a challenge. It's, yeah, it's really, really hurt us. But we've been very vigilant and been able to just kind of overcome a lot of challenges that we've had with healthcare. And my job is to just make sure that the company continues to run. Well, congratulations to you, too, because I think you've recently had a promotion within that organization. I have. Yeah. As of May of this year, I was promoted from director of finance to vice president of finance. Well, good for you. Thank At you. a girl. Yes. Um, so let's talk about you 10 years ago, Fern. What has been the career path for you? Has it always been finance or did you find yourself in this role and actually are really good at it? To be honest with you, I kind of fell into accounting. Um, I was a recent divorcee. I had a son and, and this was 20 years ago and then I'll speed up to 10 years ago. But I was like, I need to find a lucrative career. And someone was like, hey, Fern, you should totally, you know, do accounting because you'll always be able to have a job. And so I kind of fell into it because I needed to take care of me and my son, Daniel. And then it just grew from there. I eventually got my bachelor's degree and then I got my MBA in accounting, moved from St. Petersburg, Florida to Atlanta, Georgia back in 2007. And I started working with a very prestigious real estate company. I was hired as their accounting manager. And during that time, my boss, he decided to leave. He was the director of finance. And so a position was open and I was like, okay, well, I'm next in line. I, you know, hey, I need to be promoted. And there are a lot of challenges going on in 2008 in the real estate, um, mm -hmm. in the real, in commercial real estate. So I went into my boss's office and I was like, hey, this position is open. I need to be promoted. I'm next in line. And he was like, well, Fern, let's just kind of wait, see how things shake out. And I was like, okay, if I was a guy, I would not be waiting. <laughs> so I kind of stormed into the CEO's office and I'm like, hey, can, you know, can I have a conversation with you? And he was like, yeah, sure, Fern, what's going on? And I was like, I've been here for two years. You know, I feel as though I've been a great asset to the company. This position is open and I should be considered for the promotion. 
And he said, absolutely. And I said, okay. And so I was um, promoted to director of finance at the real estate company. I was in that position for about two years and decided to um, start having kids again. And after I had my son, James, I was like, well, you know, maybe I'll kind of take a step back and be a stay-at-home mom. And that lasted all of six months. (laughs) (laughs) I was like organizing my husband's undergarments (laughs) and I was like trying to plant tomatoes and trying to do all this stuff and it was just not happening and men, so, men don't have undergarments just, just so you <laughs> well, know well we, i was we, trying to find a we really, don't use that word okay that, that underwear is, guys okay, okay let me just you. be yeah, yeah underwear he was like honey okay this is just not you need to you need to find something to do and so i was like okay so i went back into the job market and for about a year i sat on the board for fulton county casa and I started helping a nonprofit organization, women, um, homeless women, ve- women veterans in Sandy Springs. And it was I was very passionate about it. But nonprofit, I loved being on the board. But in terms of working internally, that was not my fit, career fit. So eventually, the job came about at CSI Laboratories. And so I started there as controller. And then within two months, my boss decided to go and she was hired at another company. And so she was like, well, Fern, I'm sorry. You just started, but I'm leaving. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, what is going on? And so the the owner, Ron Gafari, he came and I was like, Fern, okay, um, this position is open. I'll start looking for a replacement. And I was like, hold up. I was a director of finance. Here she goes again. Right? Here I go again. I know where you're headed. <laughs> I was a director of finance. I said, I have the experience. I have the education. Give me a chance. And he said, well, okay, I don't really know anything about finance, but you know what we'll do is put you on a trial period for three months. And after the after three months, we'll just kind of reevaluate things. And I said, okay. So literally, my boss was sitting in the C-suite next door to um, the owner. And so the next morning, I literally packed up my chair and you saw me like pushing my chair down the hallway to the C-suite. I'm like, you want me in here, don't you? Oh, he was nice like, move. Good for well, you. yeah. And people were looking at me like, who does this chick think she is? She just started. You know, some people were like, we've been here for like years and she's pushing her chair down the hallway to the C-suite. I'm like, you need me to be next door to you so that we could talk about this finance stuff. Right. He was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. I'm like, you know, good move. Yeah. You know what you've done right now? You have empowered women. In a way that Absolutely. they did not know they could behave in the workplace. Hey, you know, push the chair to the <laughs> office you desire. <laughs> and so after the third month, um, we actually got a new CEO, and he's an incredible guy from California. And he was like, "Hey, I want to, yeah, I want to empower you. I want to support you. You know, let's make this, um, let's make this official." And I became the director of finance officially. In March of 2013. Oh, congratulations. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I want to get Sherry into this conversation. Absolutely. And I love hearing your story. So Sherry, uh, uh, you know, talk to us about Pineapple Gifts. And why don't you go ahead and share too, just your journey as you've um, been in the uh, workforce and, and owning your own company. Sure. I started Pineapple Gifts 12 years ago, and I sell all different kinds of corporate gifts and branded items. Um, So I will find anything from a 50-cent pen to a $200 ice bucket and everything in between. I was a marketing major in undergrad, love marketing. I I just absolutely love looking for exactly the right thing for my clients for the situation. 
So whether it's something for a trade show or an internal retreat or a client holiday gift, um, you know, when you put your logo on something, it says something about your company. And I want to make sure it's saying the right thing. So I try really hard to find just, you know, exactly the right thing for my clients. I often get asked where the name Pineapple Gifts came from. And when I started the company, I only focused on builders and real estate agents. And the pineapple, as most people know, is the symbol of welcome and hospitality. So that's where the name came from. Um, I have to tell you, I hate to interrupt you, but I just had this conversation yesterday with my daughter-in-law who is getting ready to move into their brand new home. And I'm really excited for my son and daughter-in-law. And I, I told her about my, she was talking about comforters and, uh, this is a little bit of a (laughs) digression here, but, uh, I, our first, my husband and I first comforter set was pineapples. The whole comforter was all pineapples. I had roughly drapes that were pineapples. <laughs> and I said, didn't you know that the pineapple is the symbol of hospitality and welcoming? And uh, anyhow, we had a laugh over that of how far the trends have gone today. But okay, so continue your story. I just yes, love well, the pineapple. When you, when love you have a company named Pineapple Gifts, people love to give me gifts with pineapples on them. And like Tommy Bahama, they have the pineapple as their symbol. So yes, I, I could have some sheets with pineapples on them. <laughs> if I wanted you to brand pineapples as a gift, could you do that? Actual pineapples? Yeah. Sure. Hey, absolutely. Like I said, I will find anything. I love it. So I, the, you know, the housing market crashed here in 2006, which was two years after I started my business. So I, of course, I branched out and started targeting other industries and other clients. But I kept the name because at that point I had built up some brand awareness. And frankly, I liked my logo. It's <laughs> so, a good one. <laughs> I'm proud to say that a lot of my clients have been with me for a very long time, probably eight or nine years. Every year they want to give holiday gifts and they want them to be different than before and better than before. So that really pushes me to find all kinds of different items. And I really focus on making sure that I'm not doing the same things that everybody else is doing. So Sherry, I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked Fern. Talk to me about 10 years ago, the development uh, of the company or what were you doing and your career path to where you are today? Sure. I moved to Atlanta after graduating from Miami of Ohio uh, in 1994 and got a job with MCI in marketing. And MCI was a fantastic company right up till the point that WorldCom bought them. (laughs) Um, So I stayed there until 2004 when I had my second son, Josh. Um, And right at the exact time that I was about to go out on maternity leave, we had our first ever voluntary layoff. And if you've been in telecom, you know, there are a lot of layoffs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But this was the first time it was voluntary. And I kind of took it as a sign (laughs) that this was what I was supposed to do. So I volunteered. I took the severance money and I started Pineapple Gifts. And investing again in your career. And right. How how scary was that? Because you'd always worked in, you know, you had been in the corporate field and now to go out on your own. How how, how scared were you or or were you confident you'd be okay? For some reason, I just thought that I was going to be okay and could do it. Um, Initially, I actually started thinking I was going to sell gift baskets. I went out and I bought a ton of gourmet food and all kinds of, you know, high-end things to put in these baskets. And I made up these enormous, really beautiful baskets. And I kind of (laughs) thought 
but it was going to be a build it and they will come type of scenario. And, you know, these, when I got finished, these clients were just going to be coming out of the woodwork, knocking down my doors to buy these baskets from me. Um, And obviously that didn't happen. Anybody who has built a business knows that it's not build it and they will come. It's build it, knock down the doors, call people hundreds of times, go to networking event after networking event after networking event, and then maybe they will come. <laughs> and join your chamber to, yes. 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 to help with R- all Roll your that. chair into their office. <laughs> yes. Um, so I actually wound up throwing out um, or giving away all of those baskets that I initially made. I realized a couple things. First, food expires, um, <laughs> which is a problem. And second, gift baskets are a complete pain to make. So that was not going to be my thing. So I regrouped and um, decided to focus instead on high-quality corporate gifts, which is a market that's not really served that well. So I made a lot of calls. I set up a lot of meetings. And one painful client at a time, I built up my business. So to answer your question, you know, things didn't work out the way that I thought they were going to. um, But I think that's, you know, that's the fun of being a small business owner. And Sherry, you do have that reputation now out in the market that you have built a business that is about a presence that you as a a company uh, professional can give a gift. We all know what it feels like to receive those gifts, but what an option uh, companies have to have a a high level, uh, executive level even. I've seen your gifts amazing and good for you that you made that shift and you are right small business. And that's what I'm hearing every day, the hard work, the gutting it out. And it, it, it's not easy out there and it's getting tougher. Yeah. Well, let, let's take a little shift. Do we uh, need to take a break here and hear well, from just, a sponsor? Or no, I just want to remind our listeners that we're talking to two successful, strong-willed women, I'm finding out, uh, <laughs> as our guests are Fern Johnson with CSI Laboratories and Sherry Windler with uh, Pineapple Gifts. Some, some great stories about where you are today. I did want to circle back, if I could, with Fern and ask you about that, that strength that you showed. That, you know what? I'm the one for that job, mm-hmm. and you went in there forthright and 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 and, and got what you deserved. Mm-hmm. Where do you where do you, where's that strength come from? You know, funny you ask that question because last Thursday I actually spoke at Spelman College to um, a group of young ladies there called Daddyless Daughters, and basically the the group is focused on young young women who didn't grow up without a father, and I happen to be one of those woman. And as I was telling my story, I expressed to the ladies, I said, you know, I inherited this from my mother because I saw her take care of eight children. And Mm -hmm. she had to have a strength of not only a mother, but also a father. And so I inherited that from her. In addition to not having a father around, I had to get out and, and figure out how to make things happen for myself. You know, I, I started putting together a really strong support group of um, me and mentors, um, I have this, I call them Father Marion and Mother Paulette, but they're, <laughs> but they're, they're two mentors that I've, that they've become my surrogate parents. And I also started to really learn how to build really good rapports with my male bosses, because typically I had male bosses and, you know, I was very transparent with them. And when I started corporate, I had no idea about corporate etiquette and I just kind of went in there and I started observing and then I'm like, okay, this is how you do it, you know? And so I think, you know, to answer your question, it really comes from me um, 
you know, not growing up like a lot of other women would have grown up without with a father. And so I had to figure it out. I had to take what I what I was given from my mom and I had to make it work. You know, what I'm hearing is posture and um, taking on the posture that you uh, watched and the influences in front of you. Uh, and then, um, you know, moving forward Absolutely. with that. And a lot of women don't know how to posture themselves, especially in a male-dominated world. Yes. Uh, it is changing, and we see um, how that's changing, and, and women are leaning in. Yes. But it looks like you took that posture, and you had strength within that. And yeah. good for your mother, too, to hang in there. Yes, it was very difficult. Demonstrate that in the home. Yeah. And taking a negative and using it to motivate you, because a lot of people would have used it as an excuse to fail. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good point. And, you know, it's so funny because I love the book by Sandra, with, who's the uh, Facebook COO, Lean In. Well, I was leaning in long before she came out with this book, okay? And so <laughs> when she came out with the book, I'm like, whoa, you know, I should have probably written a book. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, yes. entitled it something differently. But, um, but I was still glad that she came out with this book to really be able to help other women know how to, hey, don't be afraid. I, I remember when I first got promoted at the real estate firm, I would go into these Monday morning management meetings and I was so nervous because I didn't know how to act in this management meeting. What, you know, what I should say, how I should go about kind of managing the meeting. And so I would sit on the sideline and I told my husband, I came home, I was like, honey, you know, I feel like my voice isn't being heard. And he said, okay, honey, when you go back to the next Monday morning management meeting, sit at the table. That's what the man would do. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. And so I stormed into that Monday morning management meeting and I sat at the table and I was still nervous, but eventually over time, I felt like I belonged there too. And it was just, you know... One of those moments. I, I love the guest you got because not only do you have Fern's story, but but Sherry as well, where you went down this path with this business and it wasn't going where you were hoping. And rather than coming up with an excuse and saying, you know what, maybe it's just not meant to be and quitting, you just kind of veered off into a little different direction and now you've made it successful. So your story is, is in, a, in, a, in a way similar to the Fern story. Right. I mean, I think... You know, the key to anybody who's successful is you've got to evolve and you've got to change and you've got to be flexible and adaptable. And, um, you know, my business doesn't look like it did 12 years ago. In 12 years, it's not going to look like it does now. And that's a good thing, not a bad thing. You and know, today, they don't they call that disruption? <laughs> <laughs> As we're learning about the technologies and, and all of that going on. Well, to your point, Mike, yes. Uh, two women that are strong, uh, not only in personality, but in vision. And I uh, just feel uh, honored that you also are a part of the Chamber's Women in Business program yes. as leaders on the executive committee and uh, chaired by Rita uh, Evans. But great to have you two here to talk to us today, too. And we'll we'll end with this discussion on mentoring because we have learned in the polling of our members and the community that the Women in Business program at the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce is one of the top priorities and most important things and value uh, that the chamber is, um, you know, providing. Mm-hmm. And so talk to us today, and I don't care which one of you wants to start <laughs> this conversation. Both of you bring such incredible talent and really a need to organize this in a way. So we need to start with the test pilot. There's a purpose for the program. So Fern, I guess I will call on you to address the, the purpose and we'll go in to the discussion about the mentoring program. And I will because you called on me first, I will start addressing the purpose, but I definitely want to bring Sherry in because Sherry's been such a 
instrumental piece in this. She's amazing. Um, not only is she an amazing co-chair partner, but I've actually purchased a couple of gifts from her. And since I've done that, I meant to tell you, Sherry, one of our clients, I'm sorry, Deb, do you mind? If, I just no, wanted please, to segue. Take one of, um, I purchased a, what was that? A cutting board. Right. I was like, okay, I need <sighs> to start getting paid a lot sooner than they're paying us because we're small business and I need the money, you know, within 30 days. So I was like, okay, let me buy this, this gift. And so I talked to Sherry and she said, Fern, I think this would be a great idea. Well, it was beautifully wrapped. You, you know, brought it to the office. And since I've given that gift to this particular client, I get my check. I promise you two weeks before I used to get them. So I just want to <laughs> let everybody know that Sherry definitely does have top quality, beautiful, beautiful corporate gifts. And because of that, you've you know been able to help speed up payments for me. So thank you, thank you so much. That's so nice. <laughs> That's a testimony right there. Absolutely. And hey, that was not I a paid really commercial. I promise. Um, but to kind of go back to what Deborah was asking, the purpose of Women in Business Mentoring Program is um, is for us to really help to pair experienced and successful chamber members with members of our Women in Business group. Um, and I can be a testament of that because I think you've heard me say that. You know, due to mentoring, I am where I am today. Yes. And so when Deborah and I met a couple of years ago, I believe, we started brainstorming this. And I was very passionate. She and I would have lunch meetings and, you know, we would be brainstorming all these ideas. And it just took some time to put it together. But then Sherry came on board and she just sealed the deal. And I'll just turn it over to you, Sherry, to kind of elaborate a little bit more on that. Sure. Um you know, I think in recent years, the value of mentoring um, has become more and more evident and talked about, and there's a lot of focus on it um, and what an important part um, that it plays in the careers of successful people. We at the um, Women in Business Group, we actually just had a speaker, Shan Cooper, um, mm-hmm. who did an amazing yes. job. And she, Fern and I could not have paid her to do this meeting because she emphasized over and over yes. again um, at no prompting of ours, yes. how important mentoring is and what a great, you know, thing it's been in her career. So I think that there is a lot of interest in mentoring right now. And, you know, Deb asked Fern and I to come up with a program, um, which we did. We've started to pilot the program this year. We did August through, we're doing it through November. And we have 12 pairs of mentors and mentees um, that meet once a month for the next four months and, you know, just talk about things that are important to the mentee and come up with solutions. I was just telling Deb that I spoke with a mentee yesterday who was thinking about quitting her job and, you know, pretty serious about quitting her job. And she met with her mentor um, the past couple months and talked about it. And the mentor was able to give her a little bit of perspective um, that she didn't have. And as a result of that, she is now not quitting her job. So, you know, that's a huge, huge value to the program. And I think that lots of those situations um, will occur as people participate. Um, We have, thanks to Deb, an unbelievable amount of amazing professionals in the chamber. Um, And, you know, the people that are participating in the mentoring program are C-suite executives and VPs and business owners and run the gamut from nonprofits to Fortune 500 companies. So it's really an amazing opportunity to get to sit down with somebody who's been there, done that, and can talk about it um, with you. Absolutely. 
Um, I'm, I actually happen to be one of the 12 pairs. I am actually a mentor and my mentee is amazing. Uh, she and I met for lunch the very first time and we ended up almost shutting the restaurant down. We were there for two and a half hours and um, I was able to take some of my personal experiences and share with her. And I sent her an email, you know, try to do it weekly, but sometimes life gets in the way. But I do reach out to her and I think that it's just been Um, Number one, a really good pair. But number two, I think that I've also grown as a mentor because I'm listening to younger folk out there that's, you know, they have a different perspective on things. You know, they go into the workplace now and they want work-life balance. And it's like, oh, maybe I need to take that into consideration as well. You know, one thing I like about this program is that you mentioned the members of the women in business. So mm-hmm. the mentees are women, yes, but the mentors are both female and male. Yes. Talk to us a little bit about that. And the reason why we decided that it was important to include the men on the mentor side. Absolutely. I think that you can find value in both having a male and female perspective when it comes to mentorship, because there are things that men do differently than, you know, women. And I think that it depends on your career path because oftentimes in some industries, they're mostly male-dominated. And so they have a little bit more experience than, than, you know, females may have. And so I think it's, it's important to have that diversity in our program so that we can make sure that we're, we're offering our mentees just all the experience that we can possibly give them. And a lot of times the men are in the decisions Absolutely. still at the top uh, and um, and they women are so collaborative. So yes. it's great for women to hear um, and for, and I've experienced that too with a, um, a male mentor where mm-hmm. they give you kind of the pathway how this works better if you uh, come in on this angle in terms of communicating, yes. you know, what needs to change in the environment or, you know, ideas you have in terms of management, mm-hmm. uh, strategy. Uh, sometimes, uh, yes, we're more collaborative and all that, but we can also add an yes. emotional yes. element sometimes <laughs> that needs to be at bay. But that's excellent. So, all right, let's let's uh, uh, talk about 2017. It's been a pilot program. How are we going to roll this out in 17? And what do we want to make sure people walk away understanding and how they can get involved with the mentoring program? So I'll start. And then Sherry, you can add on. Um, in 2017, we definitely like to expand the program to offer different mentoring programs based on the needs of our mentees, because we're finding that some mentees would like to have a longer period, you know, instead of four months, they'd like to have perhaps eight or 12 months. We're not really sure. We're still waiting on the surveys so that we can, so that we can know what direction we do need to take. And I'll let Sherry kind of add on a little bit. Right. I mean, an important part of the pilot is at the end, we're giving mentees and mentors the opportunity to fill out a survey that, you know, asks for a lot of feedback as far as, you know, what, what did you think worked? What did you think didn't work? And we'll be taking all that feedback to make sure that the 2017 version is as good as it can be. I know that some of that feedback, like um, Fern said, you know, it might be changes in the length. Um, also right now we're just making the conversations organic. Um, you know, some of the feedback was maybe we should direct the conversations a little Mm -hmm. bit more, or at least have some topics to cover. Um, so we will be making all those adjustments to make it as good as Mm -hmm. possible. Um, and I think we're going to get a lot of participation. Um, so we'll be opening it up soon and, um, 
pairing people up for the January through April. Absolutely. Very good. Well, I will add here, we have a new email. It's WIB at GNFCC.com. That stands for Women in Business. So the WIB uh, at GNFCC.com and they can email and we'll have some information that goes out on this um, and we'll further detail the program. And I, I think you're right. What I've been looking at is some of the latest books that will offer some leadership mm-hmm. and some guidance um, and, and help with Love discussion. It. So maybe, you know, they could purchase a book that we're going to all be reading yes. together. And so I'm excited about that. Uh, well, we're about ready to conclude the program today. I always like to end our show, Mike, with what matters most. And uh, so just maybe in a sentence or two, I'd like to ask each one of you, Fern and Sherry, and I'm going to start with you, Sherry, to just give us the what matters most to you. Um, I have two middle school boys, seventh grade and eighth grade. And, you know, in one year, they're going to be driving and going off to high school and I find myself for the first time, instead of counting up, I'm counting down the number of years that they're going to be in my house. Um, So (laughs) in five years, they're going to be gone. And I think what matters most to me right now is just making sure that I, you know, spend the best quality time that I can with them and get in everything that I can. What's the terrible saying? A daughter is a daughter for life. A son is a son until they take a wife. Uh, That's just, that's horrifying if you have boys. Um, So what matters most to me is to make sure that I make the most of uh, these five years with my kids. Very good. Awesome. And like Sherry, I actually have three sons. Um, I have Daniel 20, James 6, and Jacob 22 months. And so I have like this huge span of age differences. But what matters most to me is my faith, because without my faith, I would not be the firm that I am. My family, I love my husband. He's an amazing mentor and friend and partner. My children, my friends, my community. And, you know, and I just believe in giving back based on my personal experiences in life. And so I want to be able to leave this life and know that I lived my life to the fullest. Thank you so much. You both both have brought the whole woman in here, the whole oh, picture, and it's it's just been great to spend some time with you all. And we've talked about a lot, yeah. uh, Sherry and Fern. I'm also the mother of three sons. Yes. So we can talk off air <laughs> about what I've done to survive when they grow up to be big boys, uh, men. So it's and married and now grandchildren. So uh, it's been amazing to have you both in here today. And Mike, anything that we should say before goodbye? I'll, I'll- I'm the one of three. I'm one of three boys. Oh, so if wow. you ever need any insight, uh, <laughs> I'll be happy there to help you, you out. I just want to let you know before we go that uh, Ferrotech, of course, is a partner of this show. And and, and you'd love the Ferrotech story because Ferrotech, and you met the CEO and president yeah, recently, Maria Mandillo. She started as the office manager there, worked her way up to CEO and president, and has taken this company to a whole Okay. new level. Of course she has. Yes. That's amazing. Another <laughs> successful woman in business. Uh, Ferrotech's been in business for 25 years by manufacturing top-of-the-line toner supplies and other outstanding customer service. Ferrotech offers a 100% guarantee on all Ferrotech products, so you know they stand behind their quality. For more information, visit Ferrotech.com. That's F-A-R-R-A-T-E-C-H.com. 
Huge thank you to uh, both Fern and Sherry for joining us here on the show. Any closing comments, Deborah? I just want to wish everyone a, a happy Friday and a wonderful week and get out there and enjoy the community. And thank you, Mike, for hosting again another wonderful show. Well, thank you. And thanks to Trey and Emmett for producing the show as well. And we'll uh, see you again here on North Atlanta's BizLink, the uh, Greater North Fulton's Chamber of Commerce show uh, every month here on Business Radio X. And uh, we look forward to our next show. And again, this is North Atlanta's BizLink on Business Radio X. Thank <laughs> you.